Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're joined by the Parliamentary Budget Officer, Yves Giroux, who's uh, always welcome on this program. Mr. Giroux, good to have you back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. So post-budget, now you told us last year that the federal government could afford to spend massively, as it did last year, just once. And yet here we are, looking at another $300 billion-plus deficit for 2021. Are you concerned? Well, I'm not concerned yet because the amount of spending is was a one-off. There's been some extensions to COVID support measures, but these are temporary. But uh, what is concerning is that the level of flexibility that existed um, before the, the budget seems to have been exhausted almost entirely. So if the government was to introduce significant new permanent spending measures in the future, for example, if it wanted to increase transfers to provinces for health care, then it would lead the government on an unsustainable long-term path. That means the deficit, uh, or the debt rather, as a share of GDP would keep on increasing over time unless the government increased taxes. So um, any new spending that's significant from now on will probably have to be um, financed through tax increases in one way or another. Yeah, and we know the provinces would like or have asked the government for, was it $29 billion in in, in health transfers, increased health transfers, and the provinces will continue to ask. So... The money is just not going to be there. there have we re, are we reaching a finite uh, dollar amount then? Um, it's difficult to exactly determine where the breaking point is, but it's clear that provinces as a whole are not fiscally sustainable over the long term without significant corrective action. Mm-hmm. So provinces are asking for more money from the feds. If they don't do that, if they don't get more money or they don't increase taxes or reduce their own spending, then their debt-to-GDP ratio will go on increasing and increasing uh, to unsustainable levels. And the federal government does not have that much room after the budget that it has tabled without increasing taxes. So, as I said, any new meaningful permanent spending that gets introduced in, in the next budget or outside of a budget will probably require, at one point, tax increases or expenditure reductions in other areas. What's, the, uh, what's your economic forecast for this country? Uh, we're looking at increasing um, economic activity of about 5.6% this year, and then 37 next year, and then stabilizing around 1.8-1.6% per year. Uh, which is the natural rate of growth uh, for an economy such as Canada, a mature economy, which is fairly good this year and still healthy in 2022 and then fairly reasonable going forward. And that's uh, that's if we get things under control with, with COVID and we don't need to continue with these very expensive programs that were introduced last year, right? Because as you said to us the Indeed. first time you talked to us, we can do this once. Just once. Yeah, we cannot spend $300 billion in, in new support measures several times without having significant long-term impact on the debt. As a matter of fact, just the recent spending announcements and the investments that have been made 
um, recently and since the fall economic statement. So between the fall economic statement, November 30th, and the budget, the forecast for debt servicing costs have gone up by $20 billion over five years, almost $20 billion. So just the fact that interest rates have increased a little bit over between these two time snaps or time uh, dates and points in time, sorry, um, and the additional money that's been spent, debt servicing costs will go, by, go up by $20 billion over five years. So it's not a lot when we're talking about $350 billion deficits, but still, deficits or interest rates have not gone up significantly between the end of November and now, but um, the cost of servicing the federal debt have gone up significantly. Yeah, I'm about so, to I'm about to speak with the economist of the Montreal Economic Institute about this, and they write when it comes to uh, uh, servicing the debt, interest on the debt, which costs, as you said, twenty two billion a year. They write that six percent of the federal budget that's currently allocated just to cover payments on the debt, and this will climb to nine percent at twenty five twenty six, or over thirty nine billion a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's going to be close to one thousand dollars per person. Uh, every person in the country will probably, if we were to share that equally per capita, that represents about $1,000 per person just in interest to service the federal debt. Wow. When they talk about, they being the uh, the government, and the, I, I'm not going to have you speculate on whether there'll be an election or not this year, but it's going to be something that's going to be raised in an election campaign. So if I can just take this issue of uh, stimulating the economy, stimulus spending, and the numbers that were that were talked about by the finance minister and the prime minister were seventy to one hundred billion dollars over three years, without any specifics being given. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the government, when it tabled its false statement in November, said that it wanted to stimulate the economy to return labor market indicators such as unemployment rate, num- total number of jobs, back to pre-pandemic level. So at the time, I said, well, if that's your objective, you may not need, you will, we probably will not need 70 to $100 billion, and certainly not over three years. Maybe a couple of months, that'll be sufficient, and far lower amount than $70 billion. And when the government tabled its budget, it admitted itself in a couple of charts that the labor market indicators, some of them at least, would be back to their pre-pandemic level by the end of this year without any stimulus. But yet they proceeded to announce over $100 billion in new measures presented as in part stimulus, but also in part as structural changes to the economy. And that's fine if the government wants to invest or spend to make structural changes for a greener economy, for example, or to support certain sectors, that's totally within, within its right and it's the policy prerogative of the government. But from an economic perspective, even though some sectors will not have fully recovered by the end of this year, far from it, overall, as an economy in its entirety, from a macro perspective, it will probably have recovered by and large from the pandemic, the labor market at least, by the end of this year or early in 2022, which makes these investments, if the goal is just to stimulate the economy, not fully necessary. Now, uh, during one of our interviews, you said that uh, you like to be able to sleep well 
And what allows you to sleep well is when you know how governments, in fact, are spending public money. Are you sleeping well these days? (laughs) (laughs) With or without help. Depends. (laughs) With or without help. (laughs) Yeah, I am sleeping relatively well because uh, I've learned to let go of some concerns. I leave them them at work and try to pick them up the next morning. Otherwise, it would be difficult at times. So I want you to listen to, as we wrap up the interview, I just want you to listen to, if you would, just humor me for a moment. I want to play a little piece from a previous interview with you. I was going to say we're already up to two beers, you and me. Yeah, it's starting to uh, to get very close to abuse. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, don't you? Uh, uh, yes, I do. You, and you have a good memory, too. No, we record everything. I've always said, don't say to me today what you don't want me to play back for you tomorrow. <laughs> remember, Mr. Giroux, you're buying. I'll keep that in mind. You're buying. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.